Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I, th- I think you gotta, at this point, just open it. Can we play like what's in the box? I mean, but legally, shit. though, <laughs> I don't want to like commit a federal crime by opening somebody else's mail. Dave and Mahoney. I worked at a law firm as a runner for, uh, for one summer, and so I understand laws. Well, if anybody has any. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us today. Got some good news and some bad news to kick off the program today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, you and I have been talking for a long time about how much we want to retire in the villages in Florida because Mm -hmm. it is mayhem and crazy stuff happens and... I love being in an environment where it's wild. I can I still go run. home and avoid it if I want to, but outside of my house, I want a little chaos. Dave, the idea of Mad Max Thunderdome, but on golf carts in Florida, yes. that is sign me up. So this is one way, though, to piss off an entire community of retirees. Officials are considering cutting the amount of time that RVs are allowed at homes in the villages. I don't hate that. You don't hate that? No, man. If you're going to commit to the villages... Get a place for your RV. Get it off the street. Oh, this is coming from a man who is really pitching his wife for an RV oh. garage right now. So. so, yeah, get an RV garage first and foremost. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you how much I hate street parking. <laughs> exactly what it is. There's, so, uh, you know, I'm looking at building a new house yeah. and looking at new neighborhoods. I, last night at 10 o'clock, wanted to see check out a neighborhood. You did not. You went out? I went out at 10 o'clock last night to go see this neighborhood to look at what the street parking situation was like. You are such an old man. And there was a guy who had his truck and his boat. Like, back, he like he had a pontoon parked in his driveway, and his truck was three quarters of the way out of the driveway. And I'm like, how is an HOA going to allow that? I'm not moving in here. It's, oh it could have been overnight. Like, maybe he's out on the lake already today. Like he, I don't believe it, Dave. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, were so judgy. So you went through the whole neighborhood, and no one's parked on the street, but there's one guy with no, a no, boat. No, no, there's a lot of street parking. Oh, was there? There's a fair amount of street parking. It was too much. And also, this house had Fourth of July lights up. Which, I mean, again, I like America, but they looked real tacky. On it's this a one. couple of weeks away. Get no, I mean, like, it just, it, it was like, they were like those, you ever get that Instagram ad with the lights that are like built into your house? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. one of those. One of and those. I'm like, I always thought I wanted those until I saw this guy. Now I don't. They don't look as cool as you'd hope. Nope, they don't. They look cool on Instagram, and then I've seen them on house, and you're like, eh. Well, so I can support the, you know, the members of the villages who think that, uh, you know, like, there's nothing worse than if you got an RV in front of your house if you're a neighbor for like three months at a RBI time. Not three months. The, sure. the, the most that it can be right now is 72 hours. They're talking about reducing it to 48 hours. Uh, it should be more Listen, like 12. I lived in an area where people would park their RVs in like this gravel, like very sketchy lot where also semi-truck drivers would park. Uh, so a lot, lot, lot of lizards. lizards. And I <laughs> think that that was purposeful. Like, I think that that yeah. wasn't just like the neighborhood uh, RVs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Uncle Jared comes to town in his RV and he parks over there for a very specific reason. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So just park them in your driveway. Uh, some good news today as well. Less junk fees, I think, sounds great for everyone. So the White House has actually been working on this, chipping away at they call junk fees, and they say junk it's a win fees. for consumers. And that's everything from Live Nation to Airbnb and all that stuff. But uh, the news came out late last week that Live Nation, or Ticketmaster rather, has agreed to have like an all-in cost for tickets as opposed to this, here's the cost of the tickets. And then you go to check out and it's like, oh yeah, there's a convenience fee and there's a another convenience. Well, because you're trying to sh- make 
make it like a, a turd shiny. Like no. it's it is what it is. It's not at all. And oh, we're either agreeing to the all in fee. It's like you're finally just telling us instead of being predatory about what the cost of this thing actually the, is going to be. Same yeah. with the hotels. Yeah, yeah, we it's think not, you're it's not a stupid a discount a-hole. necessarily, but at least just tell me up front as yeah, opposed to all this airlines. Nonsense. Airlines too, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of power, too. So, I mean, like a lot of lobbying and all well, that stuff I mean, the on. fact that, the you know, the government is getting something done, I am here. <laughs> I'm here for it. So far, we've got one thing that is almost done. Maybe. 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 <laughs> one company has agreed. To, I mean, but, but what other, what? That's but what other company is there? Yeah. Between Ticketmaster and Seat Geeks. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. there are... Try buying tickets somewhere else. SeatGeek is yeah. actually another one that's going to unveil features yeah. to make oh, it a lot your easier. access tickets or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, how many shows are on that compared to those other two? Yeah. It's so, night and day. Um, you know, it's moving in the right direction. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> Government almost Taylor Swift fans win. are going to ri- riot, man. Yeah. They're coming for you. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So normally when there's talk about, you know, different industries going on strike, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's going to maybe affect me in a small way, but I don't really care. I mean, it's it, like, even like the Hollywood writers, like last time that they did that, you know, there was definitely a, a, a downturn when it came to entertainment, but sure. it didn't like change my life or no. anything. But like and, a pilot strike. Well, the pilots definitely can, that's can have one, an effect. If you're traveling. I've got one that is much worse than the pilots. What? Who's striking now? There is talk of an Amazon delivery strike. And now. It's happening. And it needs to be, it needs to happen. No, it does not. They are workhorses. Look, I I want them to get paid and to get everything that they are due, absolutely. I just do not want there to be a strike. And I understand that that's how the process works, but please, for the love of God, do not slow down the two-day delivery anymore because it's already been messed up. It's already been messed up, and I think that this is why they're striking. Because they just, they, they cannot keep up with demand, and they're not getting paid enough. There's not enough hiring that's going on and they're still gouging us the consumer for these prime prices and we're not getting it so i mean i feel like on all fronts it's just a hot mess i don't know i think that maybe these uh, amazon delivery drivers should be appreciative that they have those cool new futuristic looking trucks i think that they should be thankful for every gatorade bottle that comes into their possession so that they can pee in it because they because <laughs> they don't have time stop. to stop yeah, no let, stop and take a break. Let, let them strike get them paid more and then you know continue the two-day service Three weeks from now, Dave. It'll be fun. So right now it's very small. So there's only 84 drivers that are currently on strike. But the reason why it's making news nationally is because this is the first time ever that Amazon dr- drivers have had a strike in the United States. So Amazon has previously stated that because the drivers don't work directly for Amazon, they work for DSP, which is contracted by Amazon. Oh, the company is not obligated to bargain with them. And the drivers are like, well. So it's the third party ones that are, are striking, not actually a- Amazon employee ones, like the ones that are but driving saying, their own cars. From my understanding, though, like almost none of the Amazon drivers actually work for Amazon. They're all contracted I hate out. That. Well, how, how do they and, get the car? But it's intentional. Like it's for this reason, yeah. right? It's like, oh, you can't be mad at us even though you're driving an Amazon vehicle and delivering an Amazon package and wearing an Amazon, and wearing an Amazon yeah. vest. No, you're not working for Amazon. You're working for this other company that just so happens to be How do we the get one swindled that- into these positions of massive, okay, call it what it is, Amazon's a monopoly, 
like, how do we get put into these positions as consumers and as people who are wanting to be in the workforce with places like Amazon, these massive tech companies? And now all we have to, all we can do is roll over or start a party of eighty-four in a revolt against Amazon. Like, yeah, I'm sure Jeff Bezos is exactly turning his five hundred million dollar yacht around to address this issue for eighty-four people in Palmdale, California. Oh, uh, but I'm sucks. with you. Like, yeah, it sucks. But like, that's kind of just the downside to us being you know normal kind of working plebes is that the people that have all the money figure out a way to get even more money, even though they don't need. It. Mm-hmm. Sucks, so, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what will be the uh, the end result of this, but obviously, as somebody that is a big Amazon consumer, I uh, definitely want my packages to arrive on time. But I'm with you, Audrey. Like, I get that sometimes you got to put your foot down, and having the balls to be like the first 84 to say, "Hey, hey we're going to demand a change here." Yeah. Uh, hopefully, that that results in them quickly getting a resolution that gets them paid. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Everyone loved the game Snake so much back in the day. Why don't we see anyone playing it now? Exactly. You're all snake posers. Message deleted. talking about Snake that was on the old Nokia brick phones. Yeah. I mean, we played it because that was the only thing available. That's like when you're at the bar at the end of the night and the lights come on. You're like, well, how, you, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just what's available, you know? We uh, obviously did not make good choices up until this point, but this is all we got. So let's make the best. Um, yeah, we got the internet now on our phones. Do you guys do a lot of gaming on your phones now? Zero. Zero. Um, I used to play. I loved Angry Birds. I liked Flappy Bird, but I don't play anything. Words with Friends? Played words. Uh, yeah. My girl, my girlfriend, my wife. When she was my girlfriend, we used to we used to play a lot of words with friends. I remember that I used to play you from time to time, and you'd cheat. I would that's not fine. cheat no, it's at fine. all. It's fine. You cheated. You yeah. said you cheated. Yes, you did. You admitted it. I don't, I don't really, you I don't admitted it. I don't recall what you're talking about. You said <laughs> no. you looked you got, up a word that was. No, you like downloaded an app, didn't you? <laughs> like that was just the best possible word. I'm like, there is no way that Mahoney <laughs> knows that word. Well, he was playing against less, his wife and didn't tell her. He was doing Does it she to even his, know to this day? His, his girlfriend, who's now his wife, he was cheating against her. And she had no clue. <laughs> she thought that you were like putting out all these lose. very impressive words. Yeah, I ain't trying to lose out here. Does she know now in the because if you because you loose lips people, no, you were the one who said it first. Yeah, you brought yeah, it up. when she wasn't listening to the show, now How she's am listening. How supposed to know your wife's schedule? We're not synced up in that yeah, way. If you're gonna, don't, don't, you, don't you put this on her. If you're going to call don't me you do out that on her. No, dude. Uh-uh. If you say it one time on this game. mic, it's fair game. Fair game. That's not true. That Mahoney, is so true. There's, there's, you, know, there's, you know there's blackout periods. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, there it's are. It's early enough. It's, what in the world is she doing? She's listening to the podcast these days. Okay, well. Hey, Chris, what? take us out of the podcast. Aaron. Your husband is a cheater. <laughs> words with friends. Yeah, yeah, we should clarify that. Words with friends only. So when did ham become the go-to meal for big holidays? My family has it every Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, why, though? Ham sucks. Message deleted. Absolutely not. Totally you horrible take. your tongue. How dare you? I think you come we, on this program this and say that. Boo. Boo. Even Boo. Boo. Thanksgiving, Boo. I'm seeing more hams. Yeah. Um, like, hams I, on top. Because yes. you know why? Because oh, hams ham. are easy to make and delicious. Turkeys Spiral are hard ham. to make, and a lot of times you get screwed up. Yeah. 
dry. You can't mess up Dude, really a ham. Honey baked ham, or like you get a whoa. I man. love it. I feel like Chris has got a hot take on this. I just looked over and he's got he's got the face like he has an opinion on ham. No, I was just thinking about having ham for lunch is all. Yeah, I was like, man. you know what? And that'd be a good choice. There is like, nothing mm. better. At least for me, because I'm a, a big mustard fan. Mm. Leftover ham, like in the Ziploc bag. Oh. Just take it out and just oh, mustard right on it. Yeah. Pork over poultry. It's the best Without protein. Question. Yeah. All day long. You know, do you know how you know turkey sucks? We only eat it once a year. See, I love turkey, but it's just too much work. <laughs> That's what so I mean. so much work. It's a lot of work, and it's, it's just never not as good that next good. Day. It's, it's never not, as good as next I think it's we not. just try to recreate. We want to recreate the like the Norman Rockwell painting. You know, like We think that's what we're supposed to do because it's what was always done on Thanksgiving. Like My family, we just stop cooking on Thanksgiving because we're just going to go. We just go out to eat. At this point, you are the king of. Dude, we straight up just a Christmas story at, uh, on Christmas and on Thanksgiving. Like we go to a, we go go to a nice restaurant. Don't have to worry about anybody stressing out. Don't have to worry about cleaning up. Just have a good time. The only time recently where I have been pleasantly surprised with a turkey is I got a deep fryer, and that burn, thing is, burn your house is pretty awesome. Yeah, but it's worth it. You're like, how'd <laughs> yeah. you burn your house down? It's not like I was smoking in bed again. No, it's like. I, I, my turkey exploded. Please leave a message after the tone. Did any of you have to read the book Hatchet in school? I feel like everyone did. I have no clue what the book was about, but damn, that cover will forever be ingrained in my memory. Message deleted. No, I didn't have no to read it. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, there was some books that traumatized me that we all had to read. Like, why are you making all children read Where the Red Fern Grows? Like, what are we that's doing? A, that's not an easy one for kids, because you have to read that as a kid, literally, like, fifth grade. You're like, hang on, so the, the plot line here, just to summarize, is... Two dogs are the best of friends. One of them dies, and then the other one goes over to its grave and lays on it until it dies of sadness. Or of mice and men, where he murders that poor little bunny rabbit in his hands. I know. A lot of of older authors were really about animal killing. Can we just also recognize that Disney is a little too traumatic sometimes? You know they're making a live-action Bambi. Why would you? Are they? They're going to make a live-action. They're casting it right now. I love Bambi. Have you revisited? (laughs) Who gets to be Bambi's mom? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) Well, she lasts. I I was just going to say, I I don't know if you've revisited the movie recently, but she lasts a lot longer in the movie than you think. You get way more attached. You do. As a kid, I thought that it was just like scene one, mom, because we, we shotgun dead. No, she's in there for a long time. Because we, we were trying to repress those memories. Uh, yeah, truly. We watched that in a music class. I don't know why, but in a music class, we watched Bambi. You're like, would beautiful. you like to learn clarinet or be traumatized today? How about both? You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So yesterday was a big day for uh, for the kids. Took all of them to the game and very, very, very happy uh, to report that I have taught my children the joys of going to a live sporting event and booing the other team. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were like, are those good guys or bad guys? I'm like, those are bad guys. Like, boo! Yes! You are my children! I'm so proud of you! There's nothing more cathartic as an adult than booing somebody oh, else. Mahoney, I love I, it. You are, you're a more of a WWE guy than mm-hmm. I am, and I never really understood like why you'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm 40 and I'm going to a WWE event mm-hmm. until you talked me into going to one with you, and this is, this is a long time ago. Yeah. But man... The booing people is absolutely a pastime that is not used enough in this Love country. Love a good boo. It's just we so boo people enough, things enough, opinions enough. Yeah, we some should, people just need to be booed. We should be able to pelt people with 
rotten produce as well. We should be able to boo and throw rotten produce. That that, that is should something, be legal. That is something that that I would concur on because you think about if you you know go out on a Friday or Saturday night and you've been waiting to you know maybe get a babysitter like it's a big to do and then you go out to some event and like the performance that you've paid good money for mm. that's your, the central part of your evening sucks. Like if you just had a rotten head of cabbage, it could be perfect time. I to would chuck bring it. a whole ass throw. I throw, I cyber throw tomatoes. You do? I put them in the comment section, like the tomato emoji, or in a text uh-huh. message, if I don't like what someone's saying, then I'll do mm. the tomato emoji and then make it go all over the screen. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. make all of the yeah. tomatoes, like, take over the whole screen, like one of those, like, af- like the effects. Yeah. I in, thought, in, in, in a text message. I thought you were saying, I sidearm cabbage or tomatoes. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, you're throwing sidearm like an old school yeah, like Randy Johnson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the, the big whipped up, uh, you know, handlebar mustache. Yeah. Throwing, have a mustache. Throwing sidearm. I love it. Uh, mm. Did any uh, so at the game yesterday, Dave? Did uh, any uh, foul balls come back your way? Because yeah, no, there was a couple that were fairly close, and my Scary wife was like, there. "We should have brought the glove." And I'm like, "No, we should not have. We're gonna be fine." I'm a man. I can just catch also, it with my bare hand. Exactly. I want to do the thing where I'm holding the baby in one arm with a beer, and then I catch it with the bare hand with the other arm. You it's wouldn't probably, like use the baby as a shield? Uh, well, it got, it got too close. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, strangest, dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. You know, the thing that I love most about the Internet is Undefeated is that we get to meet so many interesting personalities that otherwise we would never have a chance to encounter in life. I mean, the interconnectivity of the World Wide Web has changed the way. And yes, there's been a lot of negativity that's come with that, right? Because there's a lot of stupid people out there and now we get to see them and hear them on a regular basis. But there's also some really interesting, funny people that we never would have had the pleasure of interacting with otherwise. Dave, the Internet has brought so much into our life. And what will we do without it these days? Including this grandma who decided that she was going to do a video mm-hmm. to be played at her funeral. And she put it online and just have a listen. Thanks for coming, everyone. If you're crying, stop being a baby. Find a tissue and move on. Don't be sad. I lived a long time. I slayed every day and now I'm going to lay every day. I hope you <gasps> slay while I decay. And Bertha better not be here. If she's here, kick her out right now. I'm going to haunt you, Bertha. And my ex, George, better leave. I know he's here. I'm going to haunt him, too. I hope everybody gets drunk after this. You better take a shot for me. Love you all. Isn't she great? I'm gonna, uh, you know, I don't know how to feel about that. What are you talking about? She has a sense of humor about the fact that she's going to die like we all are. Yep. But like talking after the grave? Yeah. I don't know, man. You know I don't what? know how I feel about that. Audrey, what do you mean you don't know how well, you feel about Audrey, that? It makes me feel a type of way. And, yeah. I do. Audrey, yeah. when you die... Uh, I'm going to play that at your funeral and say it's you. No, uh, I mean, you have nothing but recorded things of your voice oh, that yeah, exist. Oh, yeah, that's true. By the way, she, on, has, she has not died yet. Just no, I have not died yet. No, but, not you, but this this grandma. Oh, yeah. um, but one thing you don't know about me is that I'm actually in the Illuminati, so I'm going to live forever. Is that how it works? I think so. Is that the Illuminati that meets at Denny's every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Uh-huh, yeah. um, also, that we pizza places. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the Illuminati, <laughs> but you keep on keeping on, girl. Uh, some, somebody brings the $5 hot and readies, you know? It's, yeah, it's a good time. A CeCe's pizza. <laughs> so this is from Tipsy or Toddler. There is just nothing better than a little kid with an accent. Well, just have a listen. Uh, I don't have any milk in my nipples. <laughs> 
balls. Do you think that's a boobie? <laughs> it's just my chest. <laughs> What's she doing? We've, we, we've said this many times on the show, Dave. Uh, next time we get fired, we hope they hire somebody who does have an English accent to just deliver the news because we, we're not even going to be mad. We're just going to be like, yep. I've never heard nipples pronounced with a staccato before. Nipples. 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 Like what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> A weird little kid. So some people are digging these new AI music tracks. Have you guys heard some of them that have been floating around? I heard some hip hop ones, but I haven't really heard anything outside of that. Yeah, some people are not thrilled with them either, but have a listen. Yesterday was two days before tomorrow and the day after two days ago. <laughs> oh, I'm confused by yesterday. Sweat drops down my butt <laughs> until all you bitches crawl. Oh, Look, I don't hate it. I love it. <laughs> Frank Sinatra doing Little John. Come on. Today, I'm more confused than I was today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love when people do that. I think that is so funny. And last but not least, <laughs> uh, somebody put a microphone on a Little League coach, and we all know that Little League coaches can be fairly intense. I forgot this kid has a broken foot. You all right, dude? Sorry, I forgot. You've got another foot, though. If your goal is to blow the lead, you did a good job of it. So your teammates are going to kill you during recess tomorrow. Tyson, if you know how to cheat, now's the time to start, all right? Ryan, I am probably going to take the team out for ice cream after the game. And if I do, you're not invited. You do know this isn't batting practice and we're actually trying to win a game out here, right? Dude, happy hour and $5 table dances end in less than an hour. I need you to start throwing strikes. Are you wasted again, Coach? Do you hear that? Listen, even Grandma in Heaven is booing you right now. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I'm sure that you remember being an angsty teenager and not understanding when your parents wouldn't allow you to do something that you really wanted to. And in hindsight, you go, yeah, that was probably a good call. Yeah, I can't go out to this party in a sketchy-ass motel with mm. a bunch of my uh, dumb-ass friends. Yeah, probably a good call, Mom. Uh, this was a little bit less uh, fun-seeming than even that. Uh, this 19-year-old by the name of James, he asked somebody for a ride to a GameStop, and they said no. And so what did he do? He thought it would be a good idea to go into his bedroom, mm -hmm. retrieve some of his cool-ass knives. Of course, he had a collection of knives. And start throwing them at the person that refused to take him to GameStop. Because normally it's like, you know, you chuck a blade at somebody, they're like, yeah, I've reconsidered. Yeah. Let me take you over there. Yep. Let's uh, let's, uh, let's uh, hop in the old station wagon and head on down to GameStop. He, uh, he missed with the first knife, and mm -hmm. so he had to run into the kitchen and pull out another 7-inch blade and chuck that at him. Also missed. Uh, the victim uh, followed him and uh, saw him jump a fence to a nearby high school, which made the school go into lockdown because summer school was going on. Awesome. Uh, he was found hiding in some storage containers at the high school, had two pocket knives in his pocket when he was arrested, and he got hit with all kinds of things, including aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Mm -hmm. So, good job, buddy. I mean, I'm just trying to think of, you know, this is a fairly recent story. There haven't even been that many, like, big releases you know, it's not like it's a new Grand Theft Auto right. game that's dropping or Red Dead Redemption. Hold or, on. Would you say if there was a large release, then there there would be a potential justification the for the See stabbing? the connection, possibly. Okay. But mm -hmm. I also don't like this, you know, you know, they have a lot of... You've seen those places where you're throwing, like, axes and stuff now. 
like, like the axehole or the uh, whatever they, their their cheeky name is. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like the because again, like you know, nobody was throwing axe. Nobody knew how to actually throw an axe or a knife until that like came for around. Re- for like for real. Yeah. But then they teach you that step and throw at the same time. And now I feel like that I'm I'm way more vulnerable to getting hit with an axe than I was or somebody uh, too five confident. ten years ago or somebody too confident. Yeah, to, uh, throwing axes. Yeah, you know what? We do not need a bunch of people chucking hatchets. Nope. You're, you're exactly right. Uh, speaking of shady hotel parties, uh, deputies were in the area of a uh, Alpine Lake resort and there was some reports of a potential stolen vehicle nearby and they said wait a minute there it is in the parking lot so they went to talk to the people that had checked these individuals in there was two dudes one's name was joe he was 36 and then alan 42 uh they said that's the room that those guys are staying in and i guess they had noticed that the cops had showed up on site and so in their sketchy motel, they decided they were going to start flushing the drugs, mm. and it wasn't going so great. So deputies heard the distinct sound of toilet flushing as soon as they knocked on the door, and they observed multiple illegal substances because they could not flush the drugs fast enough. they clog the toilet with the drugs? They clogged the toilet with the drugs. Guys, mm. you got to just slow down, take a minute. They also had a loaded 38, $400, meth, fentanyl, marijuana, sets of digital scales, bags, aluminum foil, cash app cards, and multiple cell phones. See, I wonder if that motel toilet, though, because there's two types of toilets in motels, and there's no in-between. You're right. There's never just Mm -hmm. a normal, solid flush. It's either, like, the worst, weakest wimpiest flush that won't flush anything. Takes three flushes just to get a poo down. Exactly. Or So embarrassing. The the ones that I love... The ones that are like, this is they like... suck your soul out of your beehole. Yes. Yep. I mean, it will just... The, the <laughs> air pressure that it creates, you actually feel a draft when yep. you flush that toilet in one of those rooms. That's how I lost two kids. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Let's say you got a call from Dave late one night saying he got arrested. Before he's able to explain, what do you think he got arrested for? Message deleted. Doesn't matter. I'm coming to bail him out. That's my man right there. That's my road dog. Don't matter. Um, I have actually been arrested twice because I am from the mean streets of Brainerd, Minnesota, where we don't follow laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, two kind of lame reasons. One, I was just speeding, like literally just speeding. Yeah. And um, cop pulled me over just instantly. He's like, "Get out of the car." I was like, "What is he doing? What, what, what are we doing?" <laughs> He's put your hands behind your black back and cuff me up. And I was working for a law firm at the time, so I had my little shirt and tie on yeah. the whole bit. I was driving a periwinkle blue Ford Probe. Like you gonna, you're gonna, speeding you're gonna, in a Probe? No yeah. wonder they pulled you over. Hey, it was a GT, had the ground effects. Those it was were, fast. Those were the business yeah. back in the '90s. They pulled you over. They said, "Hey, Mr. Periwinkle, get over here." <laughs> my mom had what a is, red Probe. The only reason why it was so egregious is because I was speeding in a Ford Probe. <laughs> like that, that car can't handle that they, kind of speed. They, That's uh, reckless. They handcuffed you with your own tie. <laughs> <laughs> Not the floral print. <laughs> and then the other time, I uh, I decided that I was going to do some shoplifting uh, when I was 18 years old, and I tried to steal two CDs, uh, uh, Corrosion of Conformity and Metallica. And it was which a, Metallica was it? Load, reload. I, I think it was reload, mm-hmm. and uh, it may have been load. It was one of those two for You're sure. You're protesting because they cut their hair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not for paying this. for this. I'm stealing it. These anti hippies yeah. cutting their hair. Yeah, it was a blockbuster music, and the little thing went off, and they they took me to jail for that one too. 
And uh, I should have ran. I mean, I was I went to college on scholarship for running, and I didn't run. Like, why didn't I run? I should have ran. ran. Yeah, you just, and me. it's also mall security. I know, right? I didn't even leave the store with the things. <laughs> They're which not is even police crazy. officers. They don't even have. They don't even have mace or. Yeah, they're tasers. like, I can't believe this guy stayed. I know, you idiot. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, Listen, whenever you're a kid and you just see uniform, you you just don't know, know. that they're not. No, cops. we didn't know. We didn't know enough back then. Now no. we know. Yeah, now we have the internet. We, run. <laughs> yeah, they ain't finding us. Now so stores is, don't even keep things in them because people are stealing too much. Yeah, they can't even tackle you anymore like the good old days. Um, but yeah, hey, so, do you want so, this pair of underwear? We're gonna have to order it for you and send it to your home. Two two fairly lame reasons to get arrested. So I've, I haven't really been arrested for anything cool or edgy. I did get banned for life from Blockbuster Music, and they went out of business. So jokes on them. What would be cool or edgy to get arrested? I mean, for? I got arrested for assault. Yeah, beating a dude with a pipe. That's no, not- Dave. That's- it wasn't a fence post. It was a or it wasn't a pipe. It was a fence post That's that was in the back of my car. Pipe, but okay. my Toyota Celica. And uh, a meth head, uh, you know, attacked my female manager when I was working at a steakhouse. And I was closing up because I was a closer in high school. And uh, me and my uh, my best friend at the time, we uh, beat his ass. That's pretty cool. And then he, and he, attacked, got a off for it. he attacked a cop while uh, we were in custody. And the cops just let us go. That's how it works. Yep. They Thanks, beat, and then the cops a- beat the hell out of him, as they should. <laughs> You're like, you want to use my fence post? Yep. <laughs> Listen to your thrift store creeper story. Um, me and my girlfriend are avid karaoke people, and we call those guys last timers. You can't miss them. They are dressed to the very nines of whatever time frame was the last time they went to a bar and got laid. Your guy was an Elvis. Oh. We got a guy that thinks he's Elvis Costello. There's another guy that's pretty sure he's Duran Duran. That's my thought. Have a good one. Man, that, oh, dude, I've never heard no. that before. It's called last a last timer, timer because oh. that's how you dress the last time you went out and got laid. Because, I mean, there's something wow. to be said. Like, the music you were listening to at 14 is that you're going to listen to that music for the rest of your life. Sure. I mean, that that yeah. is held true for me. But, like, oh, God. Like, you're just stuck in that nostalgia loop. See, that's oh, pretty that's perfect. So sad. Because, Dave, earlier we were talking about how, um, you know, you always find that I am evolving. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always kind of ch- turning the page on the next version of myself. Like, you know how Chris gives me a hard time because every day I'll show up and I'll be wearing a black T-shirt and jeans. That's just literally what I wear every single day. You'll show up from day to day and look like two different people. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's because <laughs> I'm either in workout a, clothes or I'm not. <laughs> but over the course of a week, you can be seven different people. Like, what? it's just unbelievable. Yeah, Because uh, I'm choosing to wear a dress today and jeans tomorrow and leggings the next day. Or it's just funny. You can be me, a but... corporate attorney or a chick who's going to the club. What like, do you mean you a just, corporate attorney? Like, sometimes you'll show up wearing like a trousers, nice... Trousers, because yeah. they're, po- they're popular now. Popular trousers. That so, sounds like a bad cover band. Anyways, I bring that up because <laughs> there are people who are so set in a specific time frame like we saw people who held on to the mullet for so long I know. that they they're that now they brought it back. same thing with the mustache those dudes who never shaved that mustache Dude, came back around look at baseball players right now yeah and look at the nba players like you we've like i think i remember distinctly in the 90s like we rebelled against that in the early 2000s we're like nothing tight everything's got to be loose yep you know and then you like we laugh at the guys from the 80s who are wearing the, the, t- or the 70s and 80s and the tight short shorts the and the, you look at the baseball players if you had if we took pictures of the current day baseball players who are playing in mlb and with like an old school camera you wouldn't be able to tell the difference nope. from them or a guy who was playing in the 60s or 70s nope no chance 
It's a good look. I love That's it. Why I came love back. that it's back. Yep. It's I also love that beards are back yeah. because as a uh, heavier set dude, like, dude, this is the best, like, double chin hider I could possibly buy. I see. It's the mustache like, for me. It's, if I, it's, you like the mustache? It's too hot for a, yeah. a, a, a turtleneck all the time, so a beard, perfect. Wait, hold on. You think that somebody would try to hide their double chin with a turtleneck? I've done so. <laughs> You've done. You're like, hang on a second, baby. Let me tuck my double chin into my turtleneck. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's the Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney Show. Ah! The Dave and Mahoney. So I was just talking about getting arrested, and now we have an anonymous caller on the line. Dave Mahoney. Hello. What happened? I have a federal. I don't really want to go on the air with this, but I have a federal felony for selling fish. Let me put you on the air. We won't use your name. We won't use your name. You, we you, won't you, use your you name. You can't call up and be like, hey, I got a federal felony for selling fish, and you can't you, talk about it. $140,000 in restitution. What? Whoa. For selling yeah. fish? What, what kind of, of fish were you what selling? What kind of black market trench coat fish did you have in what alleyway, oh, no, man? It was, no, it was, um, they're federally, they were salmon, but they're federally, federally protected. Oh, were they pregnant fish? No, they weren't even pregnant. They oh were just my God, they weren't even protected. pregnant fish. <laughs> I mean, they're celibate fish. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what if they had the eggs? You, yeah. were you, are you still paying that $140,000 back? Oh, yeah, this just, this just. I just went to court on it in December. Oh, so wait, wow. are you gonna do? Are you gonna do time, or is it just a fine? No, I could have. They, the prosecutors, because there is no jail for federal violations. There's prison. The oh, federal prison. prosecutors wanted me to do uh, thirty days in prison. Oh Dude, my gosh! But still, thirty, 30 days, days in, in prison. prison. That's no smuggling. Joke. <laughs> smuggling. Oh, oh my god, dude! I'm so glad that the. Oh, wow. this is a scary. I time. love. I love that you, out of all of the potential radio shows you could be listening to, you said I'm a I'm a fish felon and I choose Dave Mahoney. <laughs> you are our people. This you is our demo, our man, and I love it. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. Time to play tipsy. through the quad or toddler. Dave and Mahoney. Mark is joining us for a round of Tips Here Toddler. Mark, let me ask you one simple question. Have you spent any time around drunk people or little kids as of late? Uh, as of late, no, but I've been around them over the years, and it's it's fun. Okay, so we're going to read you things that were said, and you're just trying to figure out if it's a tipsy person or a toddler based on the actual words that are said, which can be a little tricky because toddlers act like little drunk people all the time, and... Sometimes, Mahoney, even when we have too much to drink, we kind of revert We back. revert, yeah. yeah. We yeah. go back to, a, you know, a simpler time. All right, here we go on the first one. Uh, Audrey, you ready? I'm ready. Take it away. Who wants to fight me, girl? This girl next door. No, 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 no. Who wants to fight me? I got my big muscles. You know that? Big muscles. I'm strong. Mark, does that sound like a tipsy person or a toddler to you? Oh, um, I want to say tipsy. Tipsy, unfortunately, is incorrect. I feel you. I understand where you're going there. Like somebody who's drunk talking about wanting to fight somebody next door. Mm -hmm. But now that is a very sassy toddler. Let's have a listen. Who wants to fight me, girl? This girl next door. Who wants to fight me? Got my big muscles. You know that big muscle. I'm strong. (laughs) Oh, I love that kid so much. (laughs) All right, Mahoney. Here we go on to number two. How's that mellow? How can I have some more? <laughs> I haven't had. I haven't had anything yet. <laughs> Dude, the coyotes are coming. The coyotes are coming. 
Is that tipsy or toddler, Mark? It's got to be a tipsy. They're watching the coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Yeah, right. How's that mellow? Something I've seen some more. <laughs> I haven't had anything yet. Dude, the coyotes are going to come. <laughs> The coyotes are coming. So, okay, I, I didn't understand the context until I heard it. Is he eating a marshmallow? <laughs> he's got a huge, like, mouthful of marshmallow. The they, bunny are, challenge. Are they camping? Is And then he's worried that actual coyotes are going to show up, I think, is what's happening yes. there? Yeah, okay. I think so, too. All right. This guy is eating a s'more, and there's marshmallows dropping on the ground <laughs> left and right. Drunk camping. All right. Yeah. Um, Audrey, whenever you're ready, number three. All right. <laughs> so I have to brush my teethies, these things, then I have to floss because it's always good to floss. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? That's a toddler. You know, you'd think. That is not a toddler. That is a, somebody who's very, very drunk that is talking about the benefits of flossing. <laughs> yeah. So I have to brush my TVs. These things, and then I have to floss because it's always good to floss. You know what? I don't like her. You can't be an adult and say teefies. I mean, day, but she's got good, uh, good teefies. dental hygiene, even when she has had a few uh, beverages. You have to brush yeah. your teeth after drinking. Oh God! Because if wake you don't, up, you wake up like what dragon, dragon breath. breath. <laughs> You're like, yep. oh, and honestly, been there, and that's yep. how I know you got to brush your teeth. Yep, you, that is the one way to just run somebody out of your house in the morning <laughs> and life. All yep. right, Mahoney, Audrey, you guys take it away in number four. Knock, knock. Who's there? Madame. Madame who? Madame foot stuck in the door. Don't keep me out here all day. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's funny. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to go for a toddler again because I said that joke. That is a solid joke, and that is correct. Did you just call yourself a toddler? <laughs> he said he's used the joke before. Oh, okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Madame. Madame who? Madame foot stuck in the door. Don't kick me out here all day. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's funny. <laughs> all right, Mark, right here for the win. You can do this. Mahoney, you ready? Mm-hmm. Give me all the flaunts. You know what best part is? I'll have all your boots. Bangers and mash! But you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you take that uh, that acting style on well, bangers I and mash? Why did Mahoney just scream bangers and mash? I don't know. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler for the win, Mark? It's got to be tipsy. Tipsy is correct, yes. <laughs> Kids don't understand bangers and mash. Let's... Let's see how correct Mahoney's acting was. Here we go. Give me all the blocks. And you know what the best part is? Is that I love all you boots. Bangers and mash. But, you know. <laughs> Hold on, go back. Not... You gotta go back. <laughs> Bangers and mash. I gotta, I gotta run that back, brother. Give me all the blocks. And you know what the best part is? Is that I love all you boots. Bangers and mash. But, you know. <laughs> I just want that guy to always follow me around and just be like, bangers, bangers and mash. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I want to know what your thoughts are on, like, let's say Elmo going to stores if he's not a service dog, which just irritates me. People taking dogs that aren't service dogs to restaurants or stores. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Message deleted. <laughs>
Uh, dogs are a lot like kids. If they're an annoying dog, then it's annoying to have them around. If it's an annoying kid, they're annoying to have around. But if they're minding their own business, then who cares? Yeah, doesn't bother no, me at all. I got no problem, just as long as it's not making a scene. Same thing with people. Yep. Adults included in that as well. And Audrey's dog, Elmo, if you haven't seen it, go to Instagram, at Dave Mahoney. Elmo's the cutest little dog that's ever did lived. I think he even said something about Elmo in he that did. voicemail. Yeah. He's talking mm-hmm. trash about your dog, mm-hmm. your, your child. I forget that people like him exist. Yeah. Because every time I'm out with her, it's like, again... She is Kim Kardashian, and I am the sorry people. Like, it's all about her no, everywhere I go. You're Paris Hilton. No, no, you're Kim Kardashian in the year 2002, yes. and she is Paris Hilton. And yeah. she, I am just her measly you, assistant. You're going to bloom yeah. one day. One day, we'll one see. Day, yeah. But it's really interesting just to hear that. Um, you know, Elmo is small enough. She's two and a half pounds. You know, I carry her basically uh, in a purse. Not even real almost. Yeah. Like yeah. two and a half pounds is nothing. I carry her in a purse. And um, again, Chris has been with me when we've gone to dinner with Elmo. Elmo just literally sits. You know, she's very well behaved. I bring her into the studio. She'll just lay on the floor. Um, anywhere that I kind of bring her, she is um, almost the antithesis of what you would expect a puppy to be. She is so calm um, and cool and collected. And I haven't heard a complaint yet, um, but also... Um, I did get her ESA. So Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, people are pretty cool. Dog. People are pretty cool about well, and it. I, and also you uh you have puppy privilege as a result of her. So I mean if I had a meal ticket that I could bring around and it may get me free things, I would bring her as well. <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing I've really gotten out of this so far is one lady one time let me cut her in line. You know what doesn't happen to me? <laughs> people let me cut in line. Nope. Even with your infants? Nope. I of, uh, think that that's no, probably they, happened. They, they actually push him down. They're that's like, right. nope. Get to the back of the line, loser. Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, I bought me a bidet, but I have no idea how to set it up, and it's just been sitting in a box the whole time. You want to come over and help me put it together? Message deleted. First off, I'm a married man. That is a sexual advance. I'm without a married, question. I'm a married man. <laughs> do you want to come hey, over? Hey, mister, and- do you do all sorts of plumbing? <laughs> also, you <laughs> know you- I am not handy. Enough to uh, put in a... Because here's the problem. I bought a bidet for my house like a couple years ago. Yeah. You also have after I ca- After I came... Well, no. After I came back from a trip that like, you know, experienced the whole new world of the mm-hmm. high-tech bidets. Yeah. And then I realized that I didn't have a electrical cord or electrical outlet behind my toilet See that you to just, plug it in. You, you got to just rig that thing up, brother. You got to run an extension cord from the other room if necessary. The wife won't let me do it. Yeah, you got to. wife won't let me. <laughs> Can't do it. It's only a couple hundred bucks, man. Just hire an electrician to come over and drop I an know, outlet back there. I know, but then it, I paid like $300 this day. Then I'm like adding a $500 outlet. Actually, we, we learned something yesterday. Chris, our executive producer, happens to be an electrician. Uh, a, a, a DIY electrician doesn't matter. That's way. good enough. It's yeah. Not certified. Can yeah. you can you put an outlet behind Mahoney's toilet? I absolutely can. Here's what <laughs> I do know. Even though I'm not a real electrician, is that it has to be a GCI protected outlet that close to plumbing. Uh, well, especially because of a day like uh, Mahoney's, you know, beehole reflects some of that water off. <laughs> yes. Whole thing can. <laughs> but. I mean, literally, but if you have never experienced a bidet, the new ones, because they had those old ones like the 80s bidets no. that like it looked like a water fountain and, you know, it's just not not great. And the, you may be shaking well, your head about us uh, advocating for bidets so much. 
That's because you haven't experienced. I don't know, man. They're not. I my at my boyfriend's house. He's got one, and I have told you guys, you can't. It's kind of like the car. What model does he have? He, he, I mean, his house is only three years old. So, uh, I mean, I I would hope new. I hope he didn't get like a refurbed bidet. (laughs) Did he go with the the, the Toto Washlet five thousand, or did he go with like a hundred? He went with the six thousand, sir. But it's funny because whenever you get a bidet, you have certain settings. So again, it's kind of like your driver's seat. It's you, I feel in, like inappropriately in, inappropriate if I put my settings in because I don't want to change up the thing. So I kind of kind of sit backwards a little bit, like in order to. So uh, no, we no, you got to customize that thing, thing. like a car seat. Yeah. Yes, yeah. just well, push but a button. But it's not in my toilet. Well, if you're using it. Any toilet you're using is your toilet. What does an electric bidet do that a normal bidet doesn't do? So they have power washing. First off, it's a warm, it's a warm stream. Yeah. Uh, yes. Warm stream, also a, water it, heater it, a, a light boil. It, it, os- it, it oscillates, <laughs> and then the real good ones, oh, the boy. real good ones, will have a air dry. They do dry, setting. and those and ones, it's like a it's a hair dryer on your on your butt. That's yep. glorious. But you got to be careful with those because you will fall in love. No, you get chat, man. <laughs> get chat. Yeah, if you're what on you there for about? too long, it's like you got your butt out when you're skiing. Put some Carmex on your b hole. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> $80 off the Arby's? Come on, dude. I know. Trying to eat somewhat healthy. Obviously, Arby's eat the best. Little Caesars. You get a large, thin crust pepperoni pizza with some crazy bread and sauce. 10 bucks. You get three of those, $30. You save 50 bucks. You got all your main nutrition. Flour, tomatoes, cheese, all the main food groups. Message deleted. Uh, first off, I... Grubhubbed the Arby's, which is why it cost eighty bucks because everything costs eighty bucks when you Grubhub it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you get one thing or a hundred. Yeah. It's just somehow it's always, it's always, always over eighty dollars. Uh, but brother, I got a family of of six. Like there, every meal is expensive. That's for like us. A, that's like twelve dollars a person. Yeah, it, like everything is expensive, and the whole like, hey, let's just get pizza instead of Arby's. Those are two different food groups, in my opinion. And it's not even close. And as, hey, I've I've gotten down on plenty of hot and ready's in my day. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, when you're talking about pound for pound, the best deal as far as like cheap, fast sustenance. In college, your nickname was Fast and Ready, right? Uh, always, yeah. Dave. Hot yeah. and Ready, Dave. Hot and Ready. <laughs> oh, no, Fast and Ready, unfortunately. No. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Andre, I've got a question for you because we have a pretty good grasp on like Mahoney and his life and like how he lives it. And the reason why I say that we have a good grasp on Mahoney's life is that I don't think he's ever going to change. I mean, unless you run straight into a midlife crisis like we have never seen before. Like, you seem very set in your ways. And, you know, you've said many times on the show over the years that you live like an 80-year-old man because that's what makes you happy and comfortable. I love being comfortable, Dave. Old people, many years ago, when I first discovered the tracksuit and Brooks Beast shoes, Mm -hmm. you know, I discovered the, you know, the joys of being comfortable, going to bed early, Getting dinner at 4 p.m. Mm. Uh, All these things. Thank God you discovered the Brooks Beast because if it was just the tracksuits, you very easily could have ended up a Russian gangster. Possibly, yeah. yes. Um, but, Audrey, when it comes to your life, I mean, you're still evolving, it feels like. You know, there's like a new Audrey sometimes, day to day, depending on your outfit. I've um, been this way my whole life. Have you? Just yeah. always just a little chameleon? Yeah, well, I, like I just, no, I'm just always, what's next? So you, you've said that you have a big stepmom energy. 
is, is what you've I've called. I've said that for years, literally, even whenever <laughs> I was married. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. It's really funny. I have a video where I was like, I'm channeling my inner stepmom. I was like, did I manifest that? Odd. So do you, do you feel like you would ever join one of those like mom groups where they sit around and they drink wine and they have like the little parties where they like have the purse parties and the sex toy party and all that? Book I've been clubs? to one of those sex toy parties. How was it? Uh, I was a one and done for me. Not not for you. It feels a little weird. Yeah, I did it because weird. I was supporting a friend and, you know, we we did that. And the entire time it just feels like. Such weird pent up energy to be in a room with like six casual people who you know some of them and you don't, and we're all just perusing what we could be using does later. Somebody, like the whole thing is gonna be ick. Does somebody bring a big bag of just like yeah. dump it out on the ground? It's sort of like, do you remember your mom's ever talking about Mary Kay makeup? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if your mom sold Mary Kay, you know that she had a ton of items in backlog, right? Um, That is exactly how it is. It's just like a table set up and there's a whole bunch of items on those tables. Hmm. It just feels like kind of weird if everyone's handling everything too. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but... Um, the reason why I ask you, you wash it, them. Yeah, no, I know. It's just again, if you ain't washing them, you nasty. Put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's something that I learned not that long ago is that you can put items like that in yeah. a dishwasher. 100%. I'm like, I, I guess that makes sense. It just seems weird to me that you'd have be like, you know, have your like kids cup in there and then you're. Well, you wouldn't do that, Dave. <laughs> you wouldn't? The no. It's the non-electronic ones, Dave. Oh, oh, Okay. I see. Even weirder. Okay. Um, But this is like a uniquely woman thing. Like, there's never, I don't think there's any of these sort of things for dudes, right? Like, we've never been invited to it. We're not all sitting around being like, yo, hey, Mahoney, you want to check out this new fleshlight? I've been using one just like it. No, I don't. This is great. You sure? I've been using one just like it. So, no, but there is definitely a new also uh, internet sensation where they are now advertising this online too. So, this is kind of like the new wave version. So the purse parties are actually um, a pretty big deal as well, and a lot of the purses are fake purses, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of moms that got busted. There was actually an undercover deputy that infiltrated this mom circle. Oh, wow. And a luxury brand expert noticed several items were placed around the store with designer labels like Gucci and Louis Vuitton and Chanel. And this brand expert determined that they were counterfeit. Well, these moms were buying some of these purses at these purse parties and then taking them and putting them in a retail store as well. And we're talking about investigators purchased a knockoff Louis Vuitton wallet and a Cartier bracelet for $65. Those items would have retailed for $30,000. So it's just, you know, one more thing. But you can see the the mug shots here of... Two white ladies that did not ever expect to get arrested. Oh. So whenever you're talk, talking about Cartier, one of the things that's interesting about that is they're able to get away with this because there's just enough gold plating on there for it to pass if they get scratched at retail as a gold bracelet or a gold ring. Like, I think there has to be like three layers of, you know, that gold plating on there something of that like somebody's gonna probably check me on that but you know what i mean and for it to retail at that price where are they going to like belk or dillard's and doing those like pop-up shops inside of the malls no so this one of the ladies actually owned a store so they were going to these like mom purse clubs buying all these counters and putting it in their boutique and putting it in her store yeah and we're talking about 1.25 million dollars she had like an elevated boutique in whatever area that they lived in and we're just just honestly though if you are a dumb enough woman to spend sixty thousand dollars on a fake cartier then you deserve to get got like why did you think that this was going to happen in this teeny tiny store 
I don't know. To me, that's just so many red flags. Would you ever buy a fake uh, fake bag or whatever? Um, I have a friend of mine who does, and the bags look really nice. I don't put a lot of... I've never seen I you drive with- a car with an Amazon bumper on the front. Until I one. get my stuff together, I don't deserve it. <laughs> you don't deserve the I nice don't bag. deserve it. But maybe one day. What the day I get a home yeah. is the day why? that I can start deserving things. Yeah, like why <laughs> like I, you know what I love? I love the old like cuz there's a guy version of this too, which I don't know if you you've ever seen this before. But back in the day when the Chrysler 300 first came out, they were swapping, swapping out the Chrysler with thing the with the Bentley. Yeah. No. Yep. <laughs> oh, love their hearts. They know better. They just don't care. This is Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending we're all up. good at this. It's an all-new blooper reel on Dave and Mahoney. A lot of radio shows like to tell you how great they are, how funny they are, how they're number one, this and that. We like to lean into our strength, and our strength is not being good. Yeah, Dave, we set the bar low. Yeah. The only, way, only, only place to go is up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Only place to go. We don't know where that place will be sometimes. Words are hard. You know, every week it seems that there is a star of the blooper reel. Let's see if that's the case this week. We've got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off the show with some bad news? Oh, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got a little something. Do we need to warm up the mouth? <laughs> haven't got warm my tea yet. What's some bad news? Elderly on elderly crime. Eleanor Levitt, 95 years old. What's her name? Eleanor Levitt. Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah. Eleanor. 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 Yeah. She was sick. Clam suck. Clam suck. Mussels like a second tier to an oyster, and it does definitely matter East Coast versus West Coast oysters. I definitely do not like the brinier ones. East Coast versus West Coast. West Coast oysters. And then they were racking up these uh, huge amounts of money for these school supplies where it was over six figures worth of school supplies. For the school (laughs) supplies. In the corner of this thrift store, unable to get out of this conversation. What did he think he was going to accomplish? Out of this conversation. Conversation. What? Was he hitting on you? So it kind of surprised me when I saw that the weekend box office was won by Transformers. The weekend box office, box office. High school and middle school were tough because yeah. they're just so hormonal all over the place. You never know what version of your kid you're going to get on a specific day. On a specific day. Specific day. I'm in the South. What do you, you never know? Humble. People that actually need this drug for their type 2 diabetes are not able to get it because so many people are trying to get squint, uh, get skinny quick type of thing. Get squint, 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 squint. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. Dave, why don't we start off today's show? Do we need to warm up the mouth? <laughs> Have I got warm my tea yet? <laughs> what did he think he was going to accomplish for the school surprise? Elderly on elderly crime. Eleanor Levitt, <laughs> 95 years old. What's her name? Eleanor. 
kind of surprised me when I saw that the weekend Vox, 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 Vox office was unable to get out of this conversation. What? Clams. And it does definitely matter. East Coast versus West Coast. Oysters. I haven't got my tea. I haven't got my tea. We need to warm up the mouth. I haven't got my tea yet. Guys, I know this is going to shock you, and I don't mean to upset you, but we have discovered that there is a dishonest politician out there. Oh, no, Dave. Say it ain't so. I've never heard of this happening. So this is uh, from a Mexican border city. Um, This is a woman who was on the city council at a checkpoint in Texas. They did an x-ray on the SUV that she was driving, and they found some abnormalities in the panels and the seats, and border agents said, hmm, this seemed a little fishy. Uh, They found 42 packages wrapped in duct tape and foil, and each contained about a kilo of cocaine, so around 2.9. I expect all of my politicians to be coke heads or coke dealers. I'm not shocked by that. It would be a lot more simple if they were just coke heads, you know, because they just lie about too much stuff. If they were just regular lying-ass coke heads, we're like, I've seen your type before. I know you. Mm -hmm. I've seen you. I mean, 100 pounds of cocaine, at least you're going big. That's true. You know, I mean, like, you're not messing around here with a baggie. Oh, it fell out. It blew into my car. No, you're you're out here. Mission. You got, you know what? The, I you, You're out here getting enough cocaine for all 20 of those council members that she sits on. <laughs> uh, she did uh, did, did come clean on the uh, on the, the stories. Uh, again, almost $3 million worth of cocaine. Uh, told the agents that the drugs were supposed to be delivered to San Antonio and that she had actually carried the shipments before. And wow, so you're like, she's snitching, snitching. Why Why are you selling them so much stuff? You're Whoa. T- if you're a politician, you should probably know better, uh, but obviously faces charges with intent to distribute drugs in the United States. But, you know, $3 million worth of drugs in your Ford Explorer or whatever you're driving. She that's a, was probably thinking, um, if I tell a lot of information, then I might get cut a deal. She can cut some lines. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any politicians out there that we are convinced that are on cocaine currently? Uh, all of them. Because Ted Cruz feels like big cocaine energy. To Too me. fat. Too, oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Nah. Strom Thurmond back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of racism, a lot of cocaine. Yeah, a lot of racism, rail thin, yeah. a lot of cocaine going on there. <laughs> Does that joke fall flat to order? Do you even know who Strom Thurmond is? I don't. I was in there thinking of all the drugs that all of our politicians are probably on. And then I was like, you know what? There might be more sedatives out there. <laughs> That are happening. Everybody probably needs to chill out a little bit, but yeah, no. You know what's funny is like in our timeline, like because politicians decide how long they get to stay in office because they're the ones making the laws. It's like, like Strom Thurmond, obviously, he's been passed for some time now, but I mean, I remember that he was a senator in South Carolina when I was living in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was pretty young. I didn't really have a grasp or care about politics that much, much like I've morphed into now in my more advanced years. Uh, but then they were talking about the legacy of Strom Thurmond. And you're like, oh, he was he's been around since like the Civil War. Jeez. <laughs> like, yeah, this this old guy that's a South Carolina state senator is really racist. You're like, well, it kind of checks out because like. He was actually, I think, part of the Confederacy or something. He was born on a plantation. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Just like, wild, what? man. Yeah, so let's let's get all of our politicians back on cocaine. They'll be more fun. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Well, free. Oh, yes. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. We've made it to another Friday. Yeah, we did. are still employed somehow, some way, but my favorite thing to do on a day like today is drink with friends 
at the end of a very hard work week, Audrey. You and I did so much work this week. We deserve it. Treat ourselves. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers to you as well. I don't know if you've opened your beer or not, but, you know, I think you should. Have a little sip of root to the two of us for working. So always leaving it on the field. And the beer. So actually, real quick before you uh, you move on here, Uh uh, Chris, can we go to the official hard work log and see... Have Mahoney and Audrey had a single entry into that hard work log, or has it just been me and you? I think it's pretty much you and I yeah, uh, yeah, every yeah, week, yeah, of every day, yeah, of every yeah, year yeah, for the rest a, of our careers. That's well, leave right. it to Dave yeah. to start a doc, a Google doc that's just labeled <laughs> hard work. I shared it with you, and I actually sent you an invite to review it weekly. Did. And she didn't uh, accept it. Of course she didn't accept it. Because I'm so busy, and I yeah. just can't be bothered. So I, I love that Dave's talking about not doing hard work when I was the one who went out and bought this beer. And the How hard pop- was that? It was pretty tough. And I thought of Audrey, and I bought this beer for Audrey. She's drinking it right now. Hard work. The beer that we're featuring today is the Papago Blueberry Wheat from Husk Brewing. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. We don't need a drum roll yet. Oh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> the Papago Working too hard Blueberry Wheat <laughs> has, 9%, or excuse me, has 5% alcohol by volume. And uh, they just debuted this right around the beginning of the year. So that's... Oh, brand new. Yeah. This is... I don't want to spoil it here, but first drink for me on this one. This is an excellent blueberry Um, wheat. Looking at the beer, I mean, obviously the design of the can is what drew me to it. Obviously, when you say, you know, blueberry wheat, especially as we're going into the warmer days of summer and a five percenter, you know, that's something we were talking about. We want boat beers. We want activity beers. We want beers that we are going to enjoy while being outside and are refreshing. And so that's what drew me. And this beer looked refreshing. So great. Great can labeling, and that's what drew me to it. The smell, I mean, I cracked this beer, and you do get that initial just, like, sweetness and blueberry. Wheat. Zero alcohol. A little bit of wheat in there, a little yeah. bit of grain. But overall, a very inviting. I mean, blueberry is the most predominant scent. And I hate it when you call something like uh, like a peanut butter stout. And or, it has nothing in or it. Or a pumpkin stout yeah. or a blueberry stout, and there's just no trace mm-hmm. of it. The nose Rose of this. Wine absolutely uh, is what it says on the can. So let's move to our favorite part of beer for breakfast and take a drink of the Huss Brewing Company's Papago Blueberry Wheat. Cheers, friends. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to all you. Cheers to you, Chris, and all the hard work that you've done this week. Oh, thank you. Someone finally noticed. Mm -hmm. Jeez, oh, come come on. Ooh. That's my first drink right there, too. See, the blueberry is not overpowering. No. I love that. You still get the wheat. It's a good balance. Like, I I had the same reaction. I mean, like I said, I got a little uh, jump start on you there, Mahoney. When when you brought them in, I was like, I don't want this to get too warm. It's not not too... (laughs) Dave's been pounding it. Yeah. Sometimes with blueberry, you know, you see a lot of blueberry sours out there, too. And this is, as Chris said, this is not overly sweet. It's not overly sour. It's got a real good balance. And that's the thing for me, uh, Audrey, as you know, like with my palate, I'm not a big sweets guy. Mm-hmm. And so when I first hear like br- blueberry weed, I'm like, this is going to be too sweet, yeah. kind of syrupy. It's none, none of that. Like it's it is not. got a little bit of sweetness in there, but it's balanced out so nicely. I think it's because the the wheat. Yeah. I mean, it tastes almost like a blueberry muffin in the sense of like it's got that yeasty wheat, um, you know, side to it that... 100% balances out, which I, I, I do want to say this. Whenever I had my first sip, maybe it's because I was drinking coffee before this. I did think it tasted syrupy, but maybe it was because it was colder. Now that it's kind of gotten a little bit more warm, mm-hmm. um, I now I'm just like chugging it, basically. it's um, This is a real good summertime, warm weather beer. Like mm-hmm. this, you could have a cooler full of these out on the boat or by the pool or whatever it may be. You show up with a six pack of this 
at some sort of gathering where you're hanging out outside and this is going to be a hit. Guy's going to like it and gal's going to like it. Yep. I feel like this is a very accessible beer overall. Uh, reading the side of the can, they say bursting with natural blueberry flavor. Uh, this delicious addition to the Papago family of fruit beers is balanced and smooth with a crisp and slightly sweet finish. That's pretty and I think accurate. That's a pretty spot pretty on. And there's a couple, you know, there's, I think, some brewers and some breweries do fruit beers really well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't had a chance to taste it yet, but everybody who has says they're like mainstay beer. They're like one of their flagship beers. The Papago Orange Blossom is another really, oh, really I bet that is so good. good one. So for me, I'm a big fan of blueberry. So this is leaning. I'm definitely leaning towards this. Again, I think you go to the mouthfeel, crisp, smooth, refreshing, uh, a little bit of effervescence in there, nicely carbonated, but not so carbonated that you're burping constantly. I was yeah. wondering if you're going to work yeah. that word I, I legit yeah. looked, as soon as he said it, Dave, I yeah. looked right over to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he did it, he did it. It's his one $3 word. He loves it. He cashes big, it in all the time. Word. Yeah, <laughs> Drinkability, you can have more one of these, not overly syrupy, nicely balanced. The alcohol is perfect for a warm day out. I don't think this is a winter beer. I think this is the uh, is a perfect warm weather beer. It'd be great even with you pair it with a cigar. Barbecue could go really well with some uh, pulled pork as well. Ooh. Some ribs. So yeah. it, it's really interesting because being from the South, one of the, my most favorite beers um, of all time really is Sweetwater Blue. Um, it tastes pretty much like blueberry uh, times a thousand. And then whenever I moved away... Um, from the South, I was attempting to try and find something that was similar to it. And Big Blue Van was, you know, really the most prominent find that I could. And then I feel like this is going to be that substitute for me. This is, this is, this is my new blueberry beer because there's always got to be one truly yep. in my fridge. I'm a blueberry girl whenever it comes to beers. Second would probably be anything citrus. So I'm actually really interested in um, their their um, their orange blossom beer. Yeah. But blueberry beers in the fridge for pool time. It's a nice kind of um, easy transition from like a lager or, you know, any other just type of, you know, if you've but got you blue don't, moon, but even. you don't get it's that sickly, change. sickly taste that you get with, you know, some of the malt liquors, the, you know, the seltzers that are out there. This that has have, nothing on the back end that no. makes me and, and feel like it's it, going to make me get them well, sugar bugs on my teeth. It's, 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 way, it, it's way cleaner than all of those. Spot on. That's the thing that drives me crazy about a lot of the seltzers. You get that aftertaste that's just, you just, bleh. you can't even, you feel like 25% in on the beer and you're like, oh, I don't yeah. even want this. This uh, has none of that. Reasonably priced. Can I get a drum roll, please? Oh, now you want the drum roll. Oh, Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy. I get the Husk Brewing Company Papago Blueberry Wheat. A 4.05 out of 5. Strong. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Avatar is now coming in hot with three more movies. Disney has announced the theatrical release dates for the next three Avatar sequels. And I think that's because a lot of people were real tired of the waiting. I mean, it was, what, almost 15 years? Long time between them, yep. yep. I mean, uh, there was, but- it was three years between when, like, think shooting wrapped and Avatar 2 came out just because of all the CGI. Uh, so there is still a fairly significant gap in between some of these, you know, four or five, even six years. But Avatar 3 is going to be, and again, they're just putting this out there. Who knows if there's going to be any delays. But uh, 2025, December of 2025 is when Avatar 3 is going to come out, which is not crazy. It's a couple of years from now, right? But a couple not, of years. Not insane. Enough for us to forget about it, though. I mean, the ending definitely kind of set it up to where you're, hey, you're thinking hey, maybe. You well, they're making, no, five, they're making five of them. Yeah. Oh, my well, gosh. And so we actually have the date. So Avatar 4 is going to come out in 2029. And then Avatar 5 is going to be released on December 19th. 
2031. Okay. So we're talking about still a, almost a decade like, away. How crazy is it that 2031's even real? I know. I, I mean, you're just thinking about that. Like, I see that date and I go, how is that real? Like, that doesn't seem real to me. You know what's crazy is that my my oldest daughter, Sienna, was like, oh, you know, you're going to be a grandpa one day. And I was like, thinking about it, doing the math. I'm like, if you have a kid, it's probably going to be born in the 40s. <gasps> yeah. Maybe the 50s. And wow. isn't that just wild to think about? That we're going to exist in that? We're going to be dead. Mahoney? What? Not in the 40s. That's 20 years from now, man. Mahoney. We better not be. It. I hope not. I don't know. Stop. Well, we might be. We Stop might be. it. We need to be able to live to see Avatar 5. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a big fan like, of the I'm show. I'm going to have to start walking and eating, eating right. I got to get my life together if I plan on seeing some of these sequels. <laughs> What's crazy is what that the hell? Zoe Saldana came out and said, this is great. I'm going to be 53 when the last movie comes out. She and was, she is racking in the dough. She's she is actually making history with some of these James Cameron movies yeah. and some of these. I mean, the X Men, um, Avatar. I mean, she is heavily stacked with accolades. She was twenty seven when the first one came out. She's wow. gonna be fifty three when the last well, one. Well, I drops. think they've already filmed like two of them. Like I know three is already in the bag. They've already finished filming Avatar three. They're just working on the the graphics now. So you know, I mean, yeah, she'll Which be fifty something, but she'll probably look thirty. Wow. <laughs> So I'm a big fan of the show Billions, and it is coming to a close. So Showtime has announced that uh, season number seven is going to feature Damian Lewis as Bobby Axelrod, but He's that is going back? to be the last. So he is coming back, yeah. What do you, I mean, because did you, fo- I know you used to yeah. love that show, but then he left. It's it's not the same, right? It's, he's the, he was the main character. But and do it, you think they can yeah. wrap it up in a in a good way I do, I with do him that. coming back? Yeah, they're, they're, it's. The show is very well written. It's just like when you have the biggest central character of the entire thing, Leave. and then you're, you're, yeah, you're trying to do the show with like tertiary characters. Yeah, the and Office stuff. after Michael Lee, right? It's not, just not the mm. same. Uh, so I actually really like that uh, Damian Lewis is coming back. It's going to start streaming on August the 11th, so really not that far away. Uh, and but they are saying that season number seven, which this one is with Damian Lewis, will be the last one. So hopefully they close it out in a in a good way. But uh, billions coming to an end with season number seven. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I heard your AC story. Um, When I was young, I really loved working on cars, and the mechanics hated me because they would come up with these long, elaborate schemes because I could... I could generally uh, figure the problem just by the sound or what the car was doing. And they would come up with these elaborate, nonsensical schemes of what needed to be done. And I was like, would you just go do this instead? Message deleted. I tell you, man, there. when you run into a mechanic that is actually honest with you about what's going on with your car... It is such a relief. Like, if you can find somebody that you know and you trust. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that is just. You become a lifer. Yeah, because I don't know about you guys. I feel like every time that I take my car in, even if it's to somewhere that I've been before, maybe that I haven't had a bad experience at, I always feel like I'm getting hosed. It's having a good relationship with the people, man. That is night and day. It, it really, really is. Your, your service guy is so important on every single level. Yeah. Because, again, it sucks because there are more honest ones than not, but it's the few bad apples that really make us all very skeptical at every turn. I mean, and Dave, in your situation, uh, you know, $150 fix 
to get your AC fixed when they were quoting you up to $30,000. They wanted me to pay $30,000 for a new unit, and it was the wrong unit that they were even looking at. doesn't even have any problems with it. Yeah. So, and they uh, told me that it needed to be replaced and it was going to cost uh, just shy of $30,000. And then another guy came out, and he's like, $150. You got to send him, like, a nice thank you present? Because I think you should. I don't, like, know his address, man. You can know you know where he came from. You know you know the shop that what, he works at. What do you want me to send him? I mean, I gave him business, like some beef jerky. You some gave beef him jerky. um oh twenty nine thousand dollars less business. Yes. Bottle of wine, six <laughs> pack of, of beer, wine, six pack of beer. Okay. Uh, uh you know, a, a gift card for him and the family to go to a movie. Oh, that'd be cute and fun. Yeah, you can they, you can include it like they can people get popcorn. Don't, people don't send thank you gifts or welcoming gifts. Or thinking of you gifts or food items like bread and lasagnas or cookies, anything like that, like they used to do in the olden days Any, at all. It's I, wild. You know what? I will send that man a, a thank you gift if I'm allowed to send a bag of poop to the first people. Yes. Sure. Why not? Cool. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, guys. For future reference, if you need to open up a glass bottle, go to the door frame. Stick the bottle top inside of the hole where the door closes and just push it down. It works great. Love you. Message deleted. Wow, I've never heard of that before. So you basically got a bottle opener in every single room in your house, workplace, whatever it may be. That would probably work. Yeah, it's just yeah. got to lodge right in there. That's it makes total sense. Or I'm, just I'm not gonna learn try how it. to do the lighter trick. It's I feel so, like that takes too long. It's so cool, but I always nick my knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, then that just like, it's there, that little scratch for like a week. Yeah, it just takes a little and chunk of skin you off. You look down at it and you're just reminded that you're like, was that an beer? incompetent boob. Yeah. <laughs> an incompetent drunk boob. Yep. Yep. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mahoney, you confuse me sometimes, man. What are you? Like, where do you fall politically? Do you seem like a Dem or Republican or, you, you know, one of them damn libertarians? Message deleted. None of the above, my friend. I saw a bumper sticker the other day driving, and it said, I am a political atheist. I don't believe in any politicians. Oh, my God. You I know love what I believe so in? Much. Same. I believe in my family. I believe in my friends. I believe in my coworkers who I like. You know, like, believe in the things that, like, matter and are around you and that directly affect your everyday life. Because those three things are 99.9% of my life. If your whole identity is your politics, you're annoying. <laughs> Let's I just stop it. Don't, here and also, here's how I judge people: Are you a dick? Are right. you are are you unpleasant to be around? Are you a nice person? Those two things, like you know, you can you can pretty much you, you sum most people up. Like your first instincts on like whether or not somebody's cool or a good person or nice is usually pretty right. And if they're a good person, we can have different beliefs and we could just be cool. I think yeah. it's interesting whenever I hear people who are like, it's like a sports team. Yeah. Like, how are you so blindly following something that yeah. nobody, they don't, like, they don't care about. They don't care about, about you at all. The people. Which care- sucks, man, because I would love, I would love to be a mascot for somebody who did care. You know what I mean? Like, I would go out there you and put be on a little the big head, I would dress be up like a chicken. So chicken, whatever yeah. it is, <laughs> what, like an uh, elephant or whatever. An whatever elephant like, or a donkey. donkey. You'd be the donkey. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>